This is Weon, and you're listening to Gravitas Podcast, making sense of the news. With me is uh, Fabrizio Bozzato. He's a senior research fellow at the Sasakawa Peace Foundation. And uh, Stephen Nagy, he's a senior associate professor at the International Christian University. Uh, Stephen and Fabrizio, welcome to Beyond. Thank, uh, thank you very much. Let me start with you. Uh, while we saw the Quad leaders meeting here in Tokyo yesterday, we also saw Russia and China conducting a joint drill. How do you see uh, that development? Well, uh, that was to be expected. Uh, China and Russia are deepening their cooperation in uh, every area, including uh, military cooperation. They have a, an annual uh, agenda for that. And, uh, well, as uh, Xi Jinping said recently, uh, China-Russia cooperation uh, knows no limits and there are no forbidden areas, including the military. They, if they wanted to give a strong message to the Quad leaders in Tokyo, they did that and they elicited a strong response again was to be expected uh, we know that uh, president biden uh, uttered a statement about uh, the us intervening with its military to defend taiwan from a uh, chinese attack uh, the Chinese uh, uh, responded sternly, but that's part of the game. So nothing new under the sun. Uh, as uh, the uh, Japanese Defense Minister uh, said, uh, it is a matter of great concern, but a matter that can be managed. And it doesn't uh, signal that uh, there is a real escalation, military escalation in the region. It's just a provocation and a response as usual. So. Uh Russia, China, military cooperation is not new, but the timing of these drills left little to imagination. Uh, do you think that, that whether the Quad members or all of the Quad members like it or not, the world is slowly being divided into two clear blocks? So, no, I don't think so. I think what we saw is the Chinese and the Russians reciprocating the, the coming together of the Quad members. This is not the first time the Quad member has come, and what we often see is that the Chinese and the Russians reciprocate in some kind of action. If the Japanese do something, the Chinese reciprocate. It's a message, a message to show displeasure. Are we splitting into a, a divided order? This depends on how much we understand the convergence of interests of the Russians and the Chinese. And I think at this particular stage, uh, I do think the Chinese have buyer's regret with regards to supporting the uh, invasion of Ukraine uh, by Russia. Uh, Russia is isolated. They see a united uh, United States, EU, as well as Japan, South Korea, Australia, and other countries putting on fiscal sanctions, economic, economic sanctions. And I think the Chinese are taking home the message is that uh, the world today is much more united behind a, a Western-led, a U.S.-led Western world, uh, and that U.S.-led Western world includes minilateral relationships like the Quad, where India plays a very important role. Uh, you mentioned uh, the statement on Taiwan. Uh I've been looking at the commentary in the local press and many say that these statements, the third one by President Biden in the last few months saying that the US is going to defend Taiwan militarily if needed, uh, is only going to escalate tensions and makes the US strategy of uh, the US policy of strategic ambiguity even more ambiguous. Well, the US policy of strategic ambiguity is standing and frankly speaking, the only uh, element, the only factor, the only event that can precipitate a Chinese attack or Chinese invasion of Taiwan will be 
a, a formal declaration of independence from Taipei as Republic of Taiwan. Short of that, uh, it's, again, it's part of, of, of the game. Uh, I believe the Chinese took uh, President Biden's statement seriously. They responded uh, vigorously, but they also think that time is uh, on their side when it comes to Taiwan. And they have a strong belief in the continuity in power. Uh, they, they are aware that uh, the midterm uh, elections by general agreement will be not favorable to, to the Democratic Party and the Biden administration. So they think they can wait. In less than three years, there will be a new president probably in Washington. And while uh, China geography will not move uh, uh, Taiwan from, from, from China, uh, the Chinese are playing the long game, and uh, well, uh, President Biden's uh, statement will gal galvanize our friends in Taipei, but it's not changing the strategic reality of of, of cross-strait relations. Interesting, and uh, this is the first I've heard in a, a while that that China China is prepared to wait for at least three more years and wait for a regime change in the U.S. Uh, to make moves in Taiwan. Well, Xi Jinping and well, the Communist Party of China has been. Uh, well, in charge since 1949, yes. and they they believe that they're going to be uh, in power for well, forever, if not forever, for many more decades. Uh, while you know the U.S. administrations uh, come and go, but in the case of the also in the case of the U.S., just like in the case of China, national interest stays. And the U.S. national interest mandates that they protect Taiwan with all necessary means. Uh, and uh, China's grand strategic vision includes Taiwan uh, and, the, and control of the Taiwan because the moment you control Taiwan, you will turn the Pacific in a Sino-American lake.